Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Courtney, hey, what a year it has been. <laughs> that is the understatement of the year. Mm-hmm. But we, our our spirits aren't down. We've been out here caroling um, to people and singing public domain Christmas songs. Ah, yes, you have. Yeah, like, uh, <clears throat> like this old favorite. Public domain Christmas song, public domain Christmas song, public domain Christmas song, public domain Christmas song. We're we're good on Christmas songs. I think. Name. Christmas song. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. for the holidays, we're going to be looking at a kaiju-related... Um, adjacent. Ka- kaiju, ad- tenuously connected um, thing. <laughs> and that thing is the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Rankin-Bass Special. We have a few tenuous connections to the world of kaiju with this. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all... Rankin-Bass made the King Kong 
King Kong Show and King Kong Escapes, yeah. And also the abominable snowman in this is something of a kaiju. It's giant. It's giant. It's kind of a gorilla monkey thing. It's cute. Um, I like it. It has a, a kaiju nickname, Bumble. Yeah. Um, I wish they didn't freaking destroy its ability to hunt forever. Defang it. But now it's a pet, so it, they can they can feed it. Rude. Um, no. Cruel and unusual punishment. That Bumble's been humbled. It's a mighty humble Bumble. Blah. That's not the only casual cruelty in this. Let's let's go ahead and let's give a uh, a a recap of kind of what happens in this. Well, from the moment Rudolph is born, his father hates him. <laughs> like the I didn't see this till I was an adult, and I was shocked at the level of bullying. Like, you know, in the song, they make fun of him, oh, but... Yeah, but public domain. This song is not in the public domain. Um, they used to laugh and call him names. Yes, but the level to which people are terrible... People, Santa and reindeer, <laughs> are terrible to him is horrendous. So, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of all the Rankin-Bass Christmas specials. Uh, this one included, even though, yes, this Santa is a monster. He's such a douche. This I is hate this Santa. The worst Santa, I think. The only Santa who's comfortably <clears throat> bad is probably Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus, which I just saw, like, two weeks ago, <laughs> and hated. And, like, even the one good moment in it is because he was, like, it comes about because he's rectifying a thing where he was bad at being Santa. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, but this is so, Santa supposedly sees you while you're sleeping and knows when you're <laughs> awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So why the hell didn't he do anything to stop these awful bullies? Well, even before we get to that, let's talk about the real star of this. Not Rudolph, not Santa, not even Hermes or Yukon Cornelius. Is it the um, elephant with spots on it? Well, no. They, they give a great performance. I'm talking Burl Ives as Sam the Snowman. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Like, that is... What a life. You know? Yeah. Walking around Christmas Town and you're... Narrating. Narrating with your neat little bowler hat and your banjo over your shoulder. That is literally what Robert is like in real life. <laughs> I swear to you. <laughs> this movie was very influential on me. Um, but yeah, he, he's like, you mean to tell me you've never heard the story of Rudolph? Well, grab an ice block and lend an ear. I that accepts... Except with Godzilla. <laughs> That's Robert. You never heard the story of Godzilla? <laughs> I'm working on a presentation now that I'll probably be giving semi-professionally. Um, that is a history of Godzilla that's in development. Yes. Right now, and it's... Uh, that's ba I, I might start it like that if I get any bookings around Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I just love how excited you get. That was a dig, but it was also, like, the... <laughs> it was in jest, but 
It's one of the things that I love about you. Well, thank you, darling. Um, I didn't mean it to be douchey. (laughs) I didn't mean to be a Santa from this movie. Uh, uh, This movie's Santa. Um, Yeah, growing up with this, it never occurred to me how cruel Santa was. Because it was Santa, right? It's presented as being Santa. So Santa's cruelty never entered into it for me as a kid. Um, as I got older, I was like, damn, this guy is not nice. Mm-hmm. Um, which flies directly in the face of all the other Rankin-Bass Christmas specials. Yep. I especially love... Um, was this the first one? This was the first one. <clears throat> but I especially love uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town and The Year Without a Santa Claus, mm-hmm. where Mickey Rooney is Santa... And I love Frosty the Snow- Snowman, where Frosty Santa... Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. I love it. <laughs> Oatmeal! Yes. Uh, that's another whole other thing. Um, but... <laughs> I just love the kid who says oatmeal. Oatmeal! For Frosty's name, and everybody's like, no! <laughs> it was so cute, and he probably just finished eating some... Because he was waiting for school in the morning. And it's just this little high squeaky voice where he's like, oatmeal. And everybody just hates him for it. And then one of the kids in that scene is like an adult, a baritone. <laughs> he's like, oatmeal. <laughs> um, but anyway, Santa's really cool in that too. Yeah. So this, I, I have a theory. That this is Santa's oldest son, and he's really bad at it. Mm. He's not very good at being Santa. <coughs> and he he uh, he steps down after this whole situation. Um, I don't know. That's just my headcanon, because this don't make no sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Rudolph's dad is like, what the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, and Rudolph. And then Santa literally comes in seconds after this adorable baby is born. It's like, what's his problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, no wonder his dad is a douche because he's probably raised by this Santa. What's his? What's your kid's problem, man? Oh, uh, don't worry, he'll grow out of it. He better, cause uh, I got I got things to do. Uh, yeah, so does Rudolph and not lighting your sleigh. Like, sorry. And then he, he sings a legitimately not sorry. He sings a legitimately great song about how he's Santa and he's got Santa things to do. I guess. I, I love I love all the songs in this. Johnny Marks wrote the songs. Um and then he even they sing that whole little cute song that we are Santa's elf song um with with Buddy Holly in there what uh, Buddy, he, they're one of the elves looks like Buddy Holly the, oh. the one who uh, I was like but he died yeah he came back from the dead to uh root it was a Christmas miracle um <laughs> Like, anyway, you could tell they worked really hard on that song, and then Santa's just like, eh, it stinks. He, he says, hmm, it needs work. 
I've got to go. Yeah, and then the boss, like, immediately takes it out on everybody when it's obvious that Santa is just... Santa's a jerk. ...an angry, burnt-out jerk. Um, yeah, this Santa was never supposed to do it, but also I kind of get, like, hey, it's the busiest time of the year. Well, he seems to say that he has a lot of stuff to do, but he, he sure goes, doesn't seem to be doing it. he just goes around it. singing diss tracks about important yes. <laughs> <and> reindeer. <laughs> <coughs> Lord. Um, and we meet uh, one of the secondary characters, Hermie the Elf, um, who does not like to make toys, did not show up for the elf practice. Is a psychopath who pulls out teeth for from, sure. from monsters. That's all he thinks of for dentistry. That's all he thinks dentistry is, I think. <laughs> is ripping teeth out of heads. Ugh. Um, There's, like, no blood or anything? No, like just, just teeth. <laughs> just teeth. Uh, what a mess. I... Hermie <laughs> is such a weird little guy. Like, like he could, like, George Lucas would want him in a movie. Weird little guys? Yeah, George Lucas loves his weird little little guys. Uh, (laughs) I don't think Mike's picking that up. That's okay, it's not that... I mean, it is one of the funniest bits I have in my belt, but um, (laughs) that's okay. But my my point with Hermie is... I don't don't think he knows anything. (laughs) He doesn't want to be a dentist. He just wants to cause pain. Yeah. Um, he's a psychopath. He's a nut. Um, and the the head elf is also a jerk. Like, everyone's such a jerk in this. Yep. Um, and he sing, Hermie sings this little song about, Nobody likes me, so I'm gonna run away. And then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run away and commit crime. <laughs> I wish. That would be a much more... <laughs> like, like I love this mostly out of nostalgia now, but that would be a much more compelling story. They uh, form a violence gang. Like, and then <laughs> Rudolph is flying, and fun fact, I was watching it full, fully for the first time, Whenever Robert and I started dating, like we had been dating. This was our second Christmas together. We were yeah. Serious. And... Yeah. Um, no, this this was for when we were just dating. Yeah. Or no, we had was... just become serious. Well, because no, this was the first year we were. To, uh, anyway. None of that's important. The important thing is Courtney had never seen it, <clears throat> and when. Yeah. When she had, uh, the first time she told me I was cute, mm-hmm. I said, I'm cute, I'm cute, she said I'm cute, to her. When and I had taken a screenshot of that scene, and you can see his his text message up at the top of it, yeah, and it's... Courtney and I think that might have even been why we watched it then, because you were like, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, I think I was gonna send it to him or something. One one thing I wanted to circle back on um, with Hermie is before 
like when his scene ends after he sings his little everyone hates me song he uh we cut back to sam the snowman and he just shrugs and goes such is the life of an elf (laughs) and i say that all the time yeah when things are kind of crummy yeah like this year in a lot of ways a lot of ways you know i haven't been uh i haven't been keeping it a secret y'all the stuff that's been going some of the stuff that's been going on yeah anyway we have each other and we're and that makes us very happy so (laughs) oh 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 um what do we get next oh yeah so the flying Um, practice yes so he makes a friend and probably have these other reindeer even seen him because his dad obviously hates him so much. He's making him wear a fake nose over yeah. his real nose. Um, and then he is he is sort of flirting with the girl. Her What's name it? is Clarice. Clarice, hello. Um, and yes, the famous quote from. Uh, <laughs> From Silence of the Lambs. Clarice! Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody thinks it's, Luke, I'm your father. And it's, no, I'm your father. So, people... Yeah, so... So, people people mess up the orders. I just thought of that afterwards. (laughs) Lord. Clarice. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Uh, the song that she sings is so cute. Well, and she sings it after, you know, Rudolph's nose falls off. And everybody's a jerk. And his fake nose falls off, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a Michael Jackson situation. Rude. Uh, <laughs> um... No, uh, his fake nose falls off while he's flying, and everyone was so impressed with his flying, and they're like, Ah! His nose is kind of different. Yeah, like, it makes a cute sound, and it blinks. Yeah, it makes, like, a little trumpet sound. <laughs> like he's sneezing or something. And, uh, the, uh, you get a line from the song, one of the reindeers, like, shiny, I didn't even say glows. Um, and, uh, Santa has been watching, and when Rudolph... Rudolph's nose shows up. He tells Rudolph's dad, "You should be ashamed of yourself." And he had a good takeoff too. Like, I hate them so much, guys. Like, I don't like this movie. I don't enjoy it. It's fun to make fun of. The songs are good, the and there are, are some good. some cute um, elements to it, but. Everyone in this is awful. But so so after that, Rudolph like runs off into the woods to cry and be alone, understandably. Yes, and his, um, and Clarice. Clarice's dad won't let. Well, um, she follows him. Yeah. And she sings that song Courtney was talking about. It's called "There's Always Tomorrow." And it makes it's a sweet song. It makes me cry. It's, it's very, very sweet, sweet especially when you've had a terrible year. Yeah. And uh, then after the song, and she's like, "No, Rudolph, I still think you're." you're cool like you're still the same guy that you were 10 minutes ago before your nose fell off yeah and uh yeah i think you're neat yeah and then her dad shows up and like hi what are you doing 
Ugh. Get out of here! You don't want your daughter hanging out with a red-nosed reindeer. Everyone is... And the venom with yeah. which he says that. It's like the N-word with a hard R. Oh. It's like a red-nosed reindeer. Ugh. Uh, God, this is... It's, it's rough. And then after that, Hermes shows up. Literally just pops his head out of a snowbank. And they're like, hey, everybody hates us. Let's run away. Let's be buddies. Which, fair. Um, and then they sing a song. It depends on which version you're watching. Misfits. Uh, their one song is We're a Couple of Misfits, and the other one is Fame <clears throat> and Fortune. <clears throat> um, that one goes with the Violence Gang one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but they, um... Just go decide to go and be weirdos together. Like literally, Hermes says, "Let's be misfits together." Like, what does that even mean? You gonna start a band? You got something to say? No. Uh, <laughs> it's. I think that would be a good band, and that is also how I've made most of my friends. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they sing one of the two songs, both of which are pretty good. Um, and then they, uh, what do they do then? They get is that when they get attacked by the? That's when do they get attacked and then Yukon Cornelia saves them? Yeah, I think so. I think they hide in a snowbank and they get stuck, and Yukon Cornelius pulls them out. Which, like, he has the coolest job ever. He's just mining, or not mining, because mining is not... He's a prospector. Yeah. He's a prospector, and he's looking for, alternatively, gold, silver... Peppermint. Peppermint. Peppermint! I love that. That makes me so happy. Also, he has dogs of all sorts pulling his sled. And it's really funny, because the dogs up front are tiny, and they actually don't do anything. Like, they ride in front. They ride on the Yes. It's precious, and that is funny. Um, there are lots of little humorous touches like that throughout this whole thing. Um, and that's one of my favorites. <laughs> the little dogs. Um, Yukon Cornelius reminds me very much of a man I used to go to church with. He's since passed away, but he was a a big, loud guy with a red beard and was very enthusiastic about things. And he talked like this! <laughs> and his name was Dennis Brown, and he was wonderful. Um, and Yukon Cornelius always reminds me of Mr. Brown. Um, but one of my favorite things with Yukon Cornelius is he will scream, Silver! Or gold! And throw his pickaxe up in the air. <laughs> Like it's a graduation cap. And then when it lands in the snow, and thankfully not in somebody's head. <laughs> uh, that we know of. Maybe that that's seen. what woke the, fi- the, the snow monster up. And then he, uh, he picks it up out of the ground and starts licking the tip that fell in the yes. ground. And then he goes, nothing. Because it doesn't taste ore, I guess. <laughs> and um, That's not how you do it. Um, you just throw it. <laughs> for a better example of how to uh, search for gold, to prospect for gold, see the wonderful 
uh, short All Gold Canyon into the Coen Brothers film The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, starring Tom Waits as an old prospector. Robert's fave. Um, he's one of our special guests for this holiday special. Ha! Ah. Along with Vincent Price and uh, Dolly Parton? Paul Lind. And Paul, <laughs> thank you for having me, Robert and Courtney. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Um, uh, the dream. <laughs> so they bum around with Yukon Cornelius for a while, and they come to the Island of Misfit Toys, um, which also has a great song. I've always had some issues, though, with the cast of characters yes. on the island of Misfit. It's just don't put jelly in your freaking pistol. <laughs> so let's start with Charlie in the box. Okay. Okay? Charlie, you can lie to people. <laughs> like, just tell them your name is Jack if that's such a big deal. Yep. Just say Jack's... Jack's... Charlie's your middle name. Just... just They're like... When Rudolph says, let me guess your name... It's Jack, right? And he's like, no, it's Charlie. You didn't have to tell him that. You're doing a lot of Jimmy Stewart impressions I, here. I know. It's, I don't know. Continue. Sorry, I just wanted to point that out. It's Charlie. Heard <laughs> um, more like Don Knotts there. <laughs> Andy? Uh, <laughs> and it's like, just say your name's Jack. Yeah. Like, no one's stopping you. Um... What's wrong with that doll? The little girl doll? They never say what it is in the song. She's just there. <laughs> what is her deal? She killed a man. <laughs> she, she actually wrote Folsom Prison Blues. It was based off her life. <laughs> um, it was autobiographical. <laughs> well, <clears throat> as a person who loves mid-century toys uh she probably did something like like not cry water tears or something weird like if like her dress had green in it then we could be like oh it was laced with arsenic you know like something what why is she there she's gotta be like a a serial killer or something I don't know. Maybe someone was mean to her like they were to Rudolph. And, uh, of course, there is the the water pistol that shoots jelly. The stupidest. Just rinse yourself out, yeah. man. <laughs> Literally, you're on an island. Like, you... <laughs> <clears throat> the cowboy who rides an ostrich also, like... Just I mean, get off the ostrich! Yeah, I used to work at a place that had ostriches. It was like a zoo kind of thing. And ostriches would never let you anywhere It was near. a drive through zoo, and it was called the Drive Zoo. No, yeah, no, no, no advertising. The Drive Zoo. Yeah. Um, but... Google the Drive Zoo. But those things are fast. And no way in hell would they ever let anyone near the top of their bodies. And polka dotted elephants. It's so cute. Come on. That is the cutest thing. Like, I don't know any kid who would not like that little elephant. So, like, those, those toys 
all they, their problems are very solvable. Yeah. There's the bird that swims, which, like, that sounds like something that would be really popular now. Well, like, you ever heard of a penguin brother? Indeed. Brother? Um, or, like, any bird that lives by the ocean. What? These toys have no reason to be abandoned. Yeah. Um, interesting note, though, about the, the Island of Misfit toys in the original... Oh, we'll come to that at the end. Like, did the evil Santa put them there? Because I could see him doing that. Well, <laughs> King Moonracer, who there's a whole other debate about is he a toy or not. Mm. He's a lion with wings. He's like a griffin. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the king... I forgot about that guy. King of the Island of Misfit Toys. Mm -hmm. And he won't let Rudolph and Yukon and uh, Psycho Hermes stay there. For probably good reason. He would wake up with no teeth. (laughs) Jesus. I was afraid you might eat someone. Uh, (laughs) So he says, no, you can't stay here because... You're not toys. This island is only for toys who uh, are unloved. Uh, He does, I think, explicitly say that all these toys were rejected because of their deformities. Mm, I feel like that's a Santa thing. If they were rejected by the kids they were given to... They should have formed a rebellion and had a coup. Well, I was going to say... Misfits Revolution. I was going to say... Especially the water pistol full of jelly. <laughs> like, the kid did that then. Yeah. He stuck you in the jelly jar and squeezed the trigger ten times to get you full of jelly. And then he shot you with the jelly. He shot the jelly out of you. And then he was like, eh, this is stinky and messy. I don't want it. Or maybe his parents took him away and were like, Jimmy, what the hell? Yeah, they got mad at him. Yeah, like, are these rejected by the children, or are they rejected by... I think he says they're rejected by the children. Um, I think King Moonracer says that. But maybe... Hold on, hold on. Back to the water pistol that shoots jelly. What if it, uh, you put water in it, and it turns it into jelly? Oh. Like some sort of Jesus water pistol. Whoa. Um... Then, that can, you can solve world hunger with that. Yeah. Like, just spurt that up. I mean, not totally, but it could help. I mean, it could stretch a check. Yeah. Courtney, I couldn't afford to get us dinner, but I found our jelly pistol. Oh, thank God. <laughs> We're having PB&J tonight. <laughs> Oh, now that sounds sexual. Don't do that. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> Cut. Um, so they leave, or they, they're allowed to stay the night. And Rudolph is like, hey guys, this is all my fault. Especially that we're on the run from the abominable snowman because it has seen my nose. Uh, which is bright and shiny and glows. In case you hadn't seen it. And Yukon is like, that's stupid. Don't be stupid. And Hermes is like, right. 
don't be stupid. I want to take your teeth. <laughs> Stay here with me so I can take your teeth. What if he's the tooth fairy? That would be funny. And that's why he wants all the teeth. What if he's the tooth fairy's il- tooth fairy? What if he's the tooth fairy's illegitimate son? Tooth fairy like Crunch Fairy. <laughs> Captain Crunch <laughs> Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I think he is the first tooth fairy. Like he invented the position? Yes, because he wanted to do something like Santa. And <laughs> he loved he, taking teeth. He couldn't make it as an elf, he I ta- guess. He loved taking teeth out of mouths. Yeah. <laughs> so let, me, let me in there. He just, he just took what he loved and monetized <laughs> and, and it, he said, essentially. He said, Here's my deal with you, children of the world. <coughs> When your teeth fall out, give them to me, mm-hmm. and I'll leave you some money, and if you don't, mm-hmm. I will come into your mouth at night and take your teeth. Oh. Um, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Remains to be seen. That is a Rankin-Bass special that I haven't seen yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then Rudolph goes off on his own, and um, becomes a man, Tonta. Uh, which is a reference to Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> so either you've seen it and you get the reference, you've seen it and you don't remember the reference, or you haven't seen it and you don't get the reference. In any case, I'm a man now, Tonta. <laughs> <laughs> so Rudolph grows up and goes uh, back home because he realizes he's... He, instead of sticking up for himself... Like, it's a little victim blamey, honestly. Very. And that is something that he will need to go to therapy for. Yeah, but he goes home and he's like... It's interesting because he does run into his childhood bullies, mm-hmm. some of them. And they're, they're, one of them calls him Old Neon Knob. <laughs> Look who it is! Old Neon Knob! What? And... What? <laughs> And he's just like, shut the hell up, and walks away. <laughs> Which, I mean, I as a kid learned very quickly that sometimes people just didn't like you and would be jerks about it. Yeah, um, because people are racist, even to children. So I, I very quickly got that attitude of, hey, shut the hell up. Um, I related to Rudolph a lot as a kid. Um, if you listen to the Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla episode, uh, which I recommend you do, it is a little bit on the long side. Um, not you as put a l- lot of work into that Not one. as long as our Godzilla's Revenge episode. <laughs> um, but I related to Rudolph a lot, so this always <clears throat> been special to me. Um, anyway, Rudolph goes home and finds out that his father, who among other great qualities is a misogynist... Mm-hmm. Because we get a flashback to him going to look for Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Rudolph's mom wanted to come with him. And he said, No, this is man's work. Ew. So then... But she, she's the one who actually loves him. I know. And then, and then Rudolph's mom and Clarice... Hello. Yeah. Uh, Clarice, hello. Go after the dad leaves anyway like in the flashback it's immediately after because it's just being narrated yeah. over 
they go to look for him. So then Santa shows up in the cave when Rudolph is looking for them, and he's like, They're gone, Rudolph. They've been gone for months. Out looking for you. Um, uh, again, blaming him. And so Rudolph promises to find them all, and he does. And they are being attacked once again by the abominable snowman. Which, I mean, they're the abominable snowman's natural prey. <laughs> I didn't realize you were an expert on North Pole ecology, Courtney. <laughs> I mean, what, would they not be? Well, um... <laughs> Well, Yukon Cornelius does say he's never known a bumble to turn down a pork dinner for venison. Mm-hmm. When, uh, and that's how they lure... Uh, what's his name? The bumble out. Yukon Cornelius and Hermes deus ex machina to save everyone. Rudolph gets knocked out by the abominable snowman immediately. Poor guy. He's just had such a rough little life. <laughs> and um, they're about to eat him when Yukon Cornelius and Hermes come up with the brilliant plan to lure him out by having Hermes pretend to be a pig. He does the best pig impression I've ever heard by standing outside the cave and going, Oink, oink. <laughs> oink, oink. <laughs> Oink, oink. <laughs> oink, oink. Little did he know he was trapped by a serial killer. Um, so the Bobble Snowman comes out. They drop a rock on his head. God. And rip his teeth out. Why? It disturbs me to and no end. You see Hermes standing there with the teeth that are half his height and he's like my first kill Uh, (laughs) like I hope I hope you enjoy the memory of the taste of ham (laughs) oink oink (laughs) and then Yukon Cornelius decides to illustrate that the abominable snowman the bumble can't hurt anyone anymore (laughs) by pushing him off a cliff (laughs) his dogs and all of them, the Bumble, Yukon, the dogs, fall over the side of the cliff. And everyone sadly looks over the side and goes, Yukon! And it gets kind of brushed away with some narration. It's like, oh, yeah, they were all very sad. Anyway, it was Christmas Eve now! Uh, <laughs> and No wonder my parents <laughs> never wanted to watch this. It's like... We never grew up watching these Rankin-Bass things because my parents were, like, too cool for them, I guess. I mean, also, wasn't your dad, like, 15 when these When did out? they come out? This one came out in 1964. Yeah. They, they would have been, like, 9 or 10. So, so, a little... They would have been a little too old to be introduced to this. Yeah. And, like, when these really hit their <coughs> in the 70s... Mm-hmm. They definitely... They wouldn't have had the nostalgia for the old ones. Yeah. Also, didn't your mom not have a TV for forever? No, they had one. They just had one black and white TV for a very long time. So, Rudolph brings everyone home, and everyone's super happy about it, and they start preparing for Christmas Eve. Um, 
and then Santa's like, hey, I just got the weather report, and it looks like it's going to be kind of cloudy, and I'm tired, and I don't want to go. There isn't an elf that freaking keeps up with the weather? Well, like he is handed a weather report by an elf. <sighs> Jesus. So, he, he probably got one every hour that day, and then was like, suddenly like, uh, um, yeah. Oh, I, I do think we, we did skip over something. Santa is skinny for most of it. For most mm. of this. And they body shame him. Yeah. About being skinny throughout. Maybe that's why he bullies Rudolph. And he he gains weight like within 20 seconds. Yeah. Like all of a sudden he's fat Santa. Which like this whole movie is just like Everyone's body bullying shaming. everyone. Body shaming, bullying. You know, think about it. He's much happier when he's fat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Um, we do get, while Santa is still skinny, the iconic uh, Rudolph with your nose so bright. Oh, man. I would have punched him in the face. Um, and I always felt... So the way this scene plays out, Santa comes and announces the weather situation. And everyone's like, oh no, we'll have to cancel Christmas. It's the North Pole! What the hell do you think is gonna not be snowy? It's not gonna and not have a blizzard? Rudolph is hanging out right next to Santa, just blinking his nose. Mm-hmm. And even when I was a kid, I thought that he was doing it to annoy him. <laughs> like, that he was just being like, eh, eh. <laughs> at Santa mm-hmm. y'all couldn't see it but I was uh, opening and closing my hand like a flashing light in mm-hmm. front of my face yep. being Rudolph's nose yep. and Santa's like get that thing out of my face get that corn out of my face and then he's like wait I have an idea mm-hmm. your obnoxiously shiny nose really greasy like we should get you some Stridex pads but before that <laughs> Root. I think it's shiny enough that we can use it as a flashlight. Ugh. And Rudolph says it would be an honor. Which, hell no. So then, uh, I don't, this may have actually happened before, but in my mind it takes place after that. Boundaries. There's a knock at the door of the North Pole. Of the Pole? Uh-huh. And they open the door... And Yukon Cornelius is there with the abominable snowman who he's got on a leash. And all his dogs are safe. That was really important to me the first time <laughs> I saw that movie. I had to know. And they, they asked him, how did you survive? And he said, didn't I ever tell you about Bumbles? Bumbles bounce. So my question <laughs> my question is if Bumbles bounce did it like how far was that drop that they had time to look down think they were dead and leave before they bounced back up <laughs> uh, and if that is the case oh I've, I thought 
I took that to be like when they fell, they landed on Bumble and they bounced. The Bumble is what he calls the abominable snowman. Yeah. I thought he just, like, bounced off his tummy into the snow. I always thought that it was... Because they were all grabbing onto him mm. when they pushed him over the cliff. Jeez. That he landed on his back and then bounced back up. No. <laughs> like, thro- uh. like throwing a Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> That's what I always thought, that it was like a Super Bowl. I mean, that could be it, too. So how No one in this movie has any logic. So how far down was the drop that, either way, there was time for them to see them falling and assume they had been crushed? Who knows? And why didn't King Kong bounce? Aww. Well, I know the Dino De Laurentiis version, he didn't bounce because they shot him a lot. Yeah. A lot. Anyway. So then Rudolph and Santa go (coughs) and fly away to deliver toys. One of the most interesting things about that is the special originally ended with Yukon Cornelius throwing his pickaxe up in the air again. (laughs) And it comes down, once again, not inside of somebody's head, but into the ground, and he finds a vein of peppermint. And that's what he's going to mine. That's how he's going to make his fortune now. Mm. Um, And then the credits rolled. But kids wrote angry letters to NBC saying, what about the Island of Misfit Toys? Was it NBC or CBS? It was NBC initially, I want to say. And then CBS got the rights, and I think they still have the rights to air it. Um... Universal owns them now. Mm. Which means if the Dark Universe ever comes back, we could get this version of Santa <laughs> and the Abominable Snowman. Aww. Anyway. <laughs> Next big kaiju. So they they uh, got... Kids got upset that Santa didn't go back for the Misfit Toys. So they tacked on a scene... Where Santa does go back, and that has uh, a line my mom says all the time, which is, Ready, Santa! (laughs) Because after they load up all the misfit toys, um, Rudolph, Santa says, Ready, Rudolph? Rudolph goes, Ready, Santa! And so now whenever you ask my mom if she's ready, and she is, she says, Ready, Santa! Um, It's great. It's (laughs) something to see. Something to behold. Indeed. Um, we also get... Oh, so now the new end credits that you'll find with it are uh, things on... just on the screen. Originally they were on presents that were being dropped down from the sleigh. But now we have the uh, Misfit Toys being dropped down with umbrellas to float down to their homes. There's an important detail here, though. The bird that can't fly but swims is not given an umbrella because he's a bird. But he can't fly, Courtney. He can't fly! (laughs) He was murdered! They killed him! 
they murdered him. Oh my god, this movie is a horror movie. <laughs> they threw him out this is of a sleigh. Christmas horror. Flying high enough in the sky <laughs> that it can get around the world. You guys should just save yourself the misery of watching this bully movie and watch A Year Without Santa Claus so you can hear the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser song, which is the greatest Xmas song of movies, I they're, think. They're, um, no, because Muppet Christmas Carol exists. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but I sing this one more. You do. <laughs> um, there is also... You should watch Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Rankin Bass. To me, that is the best one. Yeah. It's very thinly veiled uh, Holocaust <laughs> uh, like analogy there. That they just kind of drop. Yeah. Like halfway through. So like... It would have been people working on this that were had fought or were refugees from that time. So, that one is my favorite. This one I love out of nostalgia. Um, it has a lot of problems, which we have just spent the past... Problematic Rudolph movie. This should be the name of it. <laughs> the real name. So, that's the Record All Monsters Christmas special. We're a little all over the place, and I'm sorry. Um, that's just how we are right now. Things have been hard this year. We are working on the uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla episode. Yeah. Which will be the uh, last regular episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Rammies. Woo! Uh, we've lined up some special guests, and the week that the Terror of Mechagodzilla episode comes out, the survey for the Rammies will also go out. Um, so that we can get your answers. And once again, the way that's going to work is um, we'll have put it to a vote, and if there's a tie, Courtney and I will discuss which one we think is the winner. If we can't agree, we'll flip a coin. Um, that's how it worked last year. I think only one thing came down to that. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> but, so, we will... Courtney, look at the time. We have to get back to caroling. Uh, I think Mandy needs to go out. We are outside, Courtney. Oh, yeah. We got a dog, y'all. This is one of the best things that happened all year. Yes, her She's name is wonderful. Mandy. She is a... An uh, elderly boxer. Um, bulldog um, mix. Yeah. And she's wonderful, and she's sweet, and she's snoring behind me. Yeah. Here. We've been sitting here talking in the snow for so long. So you may occasionally hear her snoring or snorting, and we're not going to edit it out because she's a delight. We've been sitting here in the snow for so long that she fell asleep. Mm-hmm. We've got to get back to caroling, Courtney. Sure. Why don't we leave with everyone's favorite, Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> 
holidays everyone yes Merry happy Christmas. hanukkah if you celebrate that um this i'm having this come out and uh, happy yule would be in the middle of hanukkah probably yeah um so i i don't i don't know all of the winter holidays but happy hanukkah merry christmas um a solemn and dignified ramadan uh happy kwanzaa just whatever you celebrate, I hope you have... Happy winter solstice. I hope you have a, a wonderful time with friends, family, chosen family. Pets. Pets, your support systems, dinosaurs, gorillas. Godzillas. Your kaiju. Um, Galore. Just take care of yourself. Happy holiday, and we will see y'all most likely in the new year. Yeah.